0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News.
1: Alabama. Alabama. Our great state.
0: The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl has issued an evaluation this week of what his party, the Republicans, have done since taking control of the U.S. House this past January. Carl says that the Republican majority has passed a bill to bring in lower energy costs to families and to increase energy independence, also a bill that reduces government regulations on energy producers, and a bill that reduces wasteful government spending. Carl says the U.S. House was responsible for ending the COVID state of emergency that had been declared by the Biden administration and for furthering the freedoms of Americans as well as passing a bill that terminated the COVID vaccine mandate for health care workers. Other areas that the congressman mentioned included border security and increasing agents and technology that's used there. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville says he has a bill that reigns in the name, image, and likeness policies within college sports. Tuberville has been working on the legislation alongside West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. Both men say the bill is ready to be introduced into the U.S. Senate and will likely do so next week. Tuberville says that he's all for student-athletes making money off of their name, image, and likeness, or NIL, But the current system is in danger of circumventing a college education for these students and diverting attention and resources from women and Olympic sports that don't generate revenue like other programs do. Tuberville says the goal of his NIL bill is to level the playing field in all states for all NCAA athletics, but also to be as unintrusive as possible when it comes to the government. Out-of-state civil rights attorneys are getting involved in a case in Mobile involving a Theodore man's death. Attorneys John Burris, Ben Crump, and Harry Daniels are all representing the family of Jawan Dallas. They have filed a legal notice to the city of Mobile and its police department regarding the death of Dallas. It all started when police were responding to a burglary in process that was called in from a mobile home park. Dallas was inside a vehicle nearby the home and matched the description of the 911 caller. Police say that Dallas was acting strangely when he was approached in that vehicle and then tried to run away and was thus tased. Later, Daniels appeared to be having an asthma attack and died at the hospital. Later, Dallas appeared to be having an asthma attack and later died at the hospital. The attorneys claim that witness testimony tells another story, that a burglary was not in progress and that Dallas was an innocent bystander. The attorneys for Dallas are claiming police battery, false arrest, and unlawful use of a taser. Mobile Police Chief Paul Prine says that a lot of misinformation and false narrative have been pushed into the community while this investigation was going on. A country music song by Jason Aldean has inadvertently caused some national controversy Aldine's song is called Try That in a Small Town and it features video footage of Antifa and other political protesters as they burn down and destroy buildings after they first rob and loot them. Country Music Television removed the music video and some of the far left have called it racist. Orange Beach Mayor Tony Kennan thinks the exact opposite. Kennan took to social media this week following all the backlash to Aldine. He says that Jason Aldine is welcome always to Orange Beach. Aldine has performed concerts there before. Kennan also said that he loves the song and found nothing offensive about it, but that it was celebrating places where people take care of their own and don't let someone come in and create chaos and havoc. Kennan says it's a song to rally around. Aldine is standing by his song and the lyrics and says it's based on his time growing up in a Georgia small town. The Widow of Country Music star George Jones has presented a check of $80,000 to the Huntsville Police Department. Nancy Jones visited the department this past Wednesday and offered the check on behalf of two police officers, one of which was killed in the line of duty, Officer Garrett Crumby, and the other injured. Officer Albert Morin. The money is all proceeds that come from the still playing possum tour that occurred this past April in Huntsville. That concert is a tribute performed by other country music stars to the memory of George Jones. For more in depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the man who was challenging Joe Biden in the Democratic presidential primary got a taste of some Democrat tactics in Congress. Robert Kennedy Jr. was part of a four person panel at a House committee hearing on the weaponization of the federal government. The issue to be discussed was censorship by social media at the behest of big government. Just after RFK Jr. made an opening statement about how he had been censored, a motion was made by Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz for the whole hearing to be moved from the public eye and into executive committee.
0: I move that we move into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Mr. Kennedy, uh, among many other things, has said, I know a lot now about bioweapons. We put out hundreds of millions of dollars in, into ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there is an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. The races that are most immune to COVID-19 are... Is well, lady making a motion or speech? I, and I've made a motion to move into executive session because Mr. Mr. Kennedy's testimony... Mr. Chairman, I and move to table the motion... If you think I said something that's anti-Semitic, let's talk about the details. I'm telling you all the things that I'm accused of right now by you. And in this letter are distortions, they're misrepresentations.
1: RFK Jr. had a lot to say about the vital importance of the First Amendment and free speech.
0: The founders of our and the framers of our Constitution knew that democracy was a very inefficient system and it had all of these kind of built-in inefficiencies and difficulties but they said they felt that it would give us the one thing that would give us an advantage over totalitarian systems was this capacity for the free flow of information and, and a complete lack of control of debate, so that ideas that would eventually mature into policies would be annealed in a furnace of debate and then rise through the marketplace of ideas rather than being dictated from above. And that's what would give the energy, the vibrancy, the vigor. The democracy. When they invented this democracy, we were the first one in the modern era in 1780. 1865, five other nations had imitated us. Today, it's 190 nations based upon our system. We are supposed to be the exemplary democracy, and the corner foundation stone of our system is freedom of speech. All of the other freedoms depend on it. If we lose that, not only do we lose our democracy in this country, but the entire world Exactly. Loses an example. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better.
1: Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley has released FBI documentation of a deal arranged by Joe Biden with the CEO of Burisma in Ukraine when Biden was vice president. That deal brought a total of $10 million to the Biden family, $5 million for Joe and $5 million for Hunter. The form is the FD-1023 and describes the deal as a bribery arrangement between Biden and And a Ukrainian oligarch, and it indicates that Joe Biden forced the other entity to pay the money and keep his son Hunter Biden on the board of Burisma if the company wanted any more business in the U.S. and to avoid prosecution from the Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin. In the document, Burisma CEO Mykola Zovchevsky expressed the terms of the deal that he pay out $10 million and keep Hunter on the board in order for the issues facing Burisma to be resolved by Joe Biden. Zolchevsky referred to the deal as polichile, which is Ukrainian slang term for forced payout. Zolchevsky also indicated that the illicit payments would not be sent directly to Joe so as to take investigators years to uncover. A college town in Idaho is going to have to pay out some money when it comes to three Christians who were arrested in that town at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. The three were arrested for holding an outdoor praise and worship time in the parking lot of their church. U.S. District Court Judge Morrison England Jr. rebuked the leadership of the city of Moscow for placing city code and health ordinance over the basics of U.S. constitutional rights. Gabriel Wrench and Sean and Rachel Bonet sued the city for their arrests. The city has now agreed to settle the case In order to not continue this legal battle through the court system, Mexican border authorities have found over 200 Central American migrants trapped in a semi tractor trailer. The migrants are from Guatemala and Honduras and include women as well as 26 unaccompanied children. Those inside the tractor trailer have been drugged so as to keep them from using the bathroom en route. They were all suffering from dehydration. The migrants were found in the Mexican state of Veracruz and they were being smuggled in by the Mexican cartel. A movie that deals with the horrors of human trafficking and child sex trafficking is called The Sound of Freedom. Former President Donald Trump held a screening of that movie this past Wednesday night at his New Jersey golf Club in Bedminster, Actor Jim Caviezel was in attendance to that screening. Caviezel plays the part of Tim Ballard, who is a former Department of Homeland Security agent who has engaged in rescue operations of sex-trafficked children and currently runs Operation Underground Railroad. Trump sat by Caviezel during the entire movie and, according to Breitbart News, afterwards said it was an incredible inspiration and now he understands why it's doing so well in the theaters. The movie has earned $80 million so far and is expected to surpass $100 million after this coming weekend. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama.
0: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been the Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama
1: values.